Uh, we'll get to a preview of our first final. Uh, Saturday afternoon is the contest. Uh, it's at the SCG. I cannot wait for it, Was It's going to be good fun. It's Sydney versus Collingwood. A record crowd, they reckon, at the SCG. Oh. So packed. I'm not too sure they're going to fit any more in. No, it'll be packed. But I reckon they're going to let our... If our next guest wanted to go to the SCG, he'd get A1 seat in. Because that's how Absolutely. good a footballer he was. He played 189 games for the Pies. Played in a premiership with the Swans, and that's Paul Williams. G'day, Paul. Hey, Jack. How you was? How are you going, guys? We're right. really good, mate. Really excited for Saturday. Uh, would that be true if you just rocked up to the SCG? You'd get a uh, pick of your seat, wouldn't you? Yeah, I've got my own park on the ground there, mate. I've got... No, I'm, I'm actually going. So <laughs> I'm, I've got uh, my plane ticket uh, and... Uh, on my way there on Friday, which is going to be good. Did that cost you sixteen hundred bucks, like the rest of us? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I actually looked. I looked before the, the Collingwood game, and it was only about three fifty, and then it increased to fourteen hundred uh, by by halfway through the third. So uh, <laughs> they're getting they're clawing back some money. The, the airlines they look like. Paul uh, was here. You've got uh, a foot in sort of both camps, but uh, straight from the top, where's uh, where's the loyalty and where who you're cheering for? Oh, it's a really tough one. But I'm when I was because I'm back in Melbourne now. Um, so when I was living full time in Sydney, I was definitely all Sydney. But now I'm back at uh, in Melbourne. I've been going to a lot of the, the Collingwood games, so um, the great Peter Dacos has uh, convinced me to come back onto the Black and White Army. So I'm, I'm on the I'm on the pies. Oh, wow. wow, that's controversial considering Premiership player at the Swans, Paul. No. Yeah, ten years with the Pies, only six with the Swannies. So uh, go where it all became. I'd probably still be at a fish and chip shop in Tassie if they didn't. Oh, very good. So, uh, what, are, what, what are your thoughts on both of these teams? I mean, it's been amazing. By, what a jump by the Swans. Uh, obviously, last year, um, losing that first final, and Collingwood finished, what, 14th or 15th, and jumping up to a prelim. It's just been an extraordinary um, rise from both sides. Yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a great great season for both sides I, I think the for me it's going to be really interesting with the the long break in between games for the Swannies like they uh, when I was there but even even after that um, they're a side that really enjoys working their legs so um, them having only one game in 25 days or 26 days whatever it is uh, it could be a good thing for him or it could be a bad thing so uh, I was listening to Isaac Heaney last night and he, he said that Horse put him through a fair bit and, and trained him pretty hard so it, it's going to be an interesting one a really interesting one I, I just don't know I'm just not sure about this because uh, you want to win that first final um, so you get straight into the prelim but sometimes you think oh geez, I only playing one game in 25 days it's, it's a big gap so in 2005, we'll go back there when you won that premiership. You, you played all the way through, I and mean, it wasn't a break back then either. So you just you played round 22 right through to the grand final. And um, what, what was that like? I mean, those games and those finals that you played were pretty brutal. So what were you feeling like come grand final day? Yeah, well, it was interesting. Like we, because we had to go to Perth for the qualifying final. We we only just lost that. A bit controversial uh, how we lost that one, but. I've moved on. Um, uh, <laughs> then we then we came to Geelong and we were really flat. 
Well, we played really flat, and, and uh, I think everyone can remember Nick, Dave, uh, Nick uh, Davis's last quarter. Uh, basically, won the game for the, the Swannies, and uh, then we had to then fly to Melbourne to play St Kilda uh, mm-hmm. for the prelim. Uh, so we we kicked away in the last quarter against them, and and then uh, clearly back to Melbourne again. So we travelled a fair bit and uh, had some really tough games, but. Our side back then, uh, like I said previously, we just really enjoyed the work in our legs and uh, the, the contest was uh, always uh, front of mind for us. And, and it's not, not dissimilar to the, the current Swans, but also the way that Fly's got the pies going. Um, they're, they're very manic at the minute, which is, which is very conducive to good, good finals performances. And are you, are you enjoying watching the football? The styles played now? You would have, you would have uh, slotted in on a wing still now, just with, uh, uh, with the pace. I don't, know, I don't know about now. I went for a jog the other day and nearly collapsed. But um, <laughs> I, I, lo- I, I do love, I do love watch, watching. I get really frustrated. Um, I'm a lot of footy groupie at the minute. Um, I get really frustrated at, at poor decisions by both umpire and players and uh, it's, you know, I, I don't think I've ever really been as emotionally invested in games as what I have been this year. It's sort of, it's been, it's been a really interesting one. But I love, I love going, I love watching it. The game's in really good shape. But I, I think that the way they've changed a few rules to make it a bit quicker and uh, to open it up a little bit um, has been a really good thing because 2020, 2019, I started losing um, excitement watching the thing um, because it was just too defensive and the uh, coach to get away with doing defense. So it's good that there's more goals being kicked, it's faster and it's enjoyable to watch. If we just get off uh, footy for a moment, uh, post-career, what have, what have you been up to and where you're at at the moment? <laughs> Yeah, so I I did the what every past player do, uh, does and did the coaching route for five or six years. And I always gave myself a six-year window. If I didn't uh, get a senior gig, I was going to jump jump away and come into the real world. Um, and that's what I did. I, I jumped into a, I'm in an IT-based company now. I work for Fuji Film, who's a billion-dollar billion business. And they... Um, uh, they've been really good to me. I've I've uh, really enjoyed my time. I've been doing that uh, on and off uh, with with them and other providers over the last 10, 11 years now. So it's it's actually quite nice on a on a Friday afternoon rather than going to watch a, a game for work or to play. Um, you can go to the pub with your mates and have a couple of beers. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Uh, now, back on to your coaching, uh, Paul. Uh, we, uh, I can see that uh, you coached a few games for the Bulldogs, and I know that uh, Essendon are looking for a coach. Were you part of the shortlist that uh, might get that job? No, my phone is not turned on <laughs> for any coaching at all. Tell us about the three games of the Bulldogs. Oh, well, it, I was... The... Uh, Rodney Ead um, wasn't going to get his contract renewed, so they parted ways with about three three rounds or three rounds to go. So <coughs> I I wasn't sure that I really wanted to do it because I knew that um, if I did it, uh, yeah, either it's a it's a sink or swim type role. Um, but I thought, no, bugger it, I'll, I'll give it a go, and and we. 
we I know we played Adelaide in Adelaide the first game, and I played a few kids and I gave them a chance, and uh, one of the kids kicked three in the first quarter, I think, and like we were ten goals up at quarter time, and hmm. I just said to I think it was just Fantasia, the footy manager, I said this game's easy, this coach will keep uh, and then, then unfortunately, ran into Clarko and Hawthorne the next week, and they they um, reality check straight away. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, and then one more game. So one, one, two of the three. Yes. So sixty six percent. And then I, I thought that's good enough. I'm retiring. Well, well played. I've had to say. I mean, that's better than most uh, records. So should be proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's part of the reason why I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going back. Not going back. Um, so you also ended up at uh, with the Melbourne and Carlton as well. What, what were your memories of yeah. being on those two clubs? Yeah, I was lucky enough um, because uh, Chris Fagan, who I actually played footy with in Tassie, uh, he he was a footy manager at Melbourne with um, Neil Danaher. Mm-hmm. And so he rang me uh, once I retired to see what I wanted to do and, and I went and had a chat to both those guys and uh, I was lucky enough to, to have a year with Neil and probably really angry with the way that, that was handled and the way that uh, he was um, removed uh, from his position. But then I got, got to meet Dean Bailey as well, which, you know, the late, great Dean Bailey, who's a superhuman, um, really nice bloke. And, uh, and, and then... Uh, I went to the Bulldogs for three years under Rocket. It was uh, Rocket coaching me at the Swans, and it was an it was an easy fit for me to go and work under him because he was he's always renowned to be a, a wonderful tactician, and, uh, and he was. So I got to learn a fair bit off him. Um, and then when I didn't get the Bulldogs gig, I went to Carlton to go under Rats um, because really respected Rats as a player, and uh, and again wanted to learn uh, off him and. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he we had a horrible year with injury that year, and didn't uh, have anywhere near the talent on the field that we we should have. They're all watching the game, and he he uh, didn't survive that year either. So, uh, and, and I suppose that's why, I, like, it, it got me to make a decision uh, to say how brutal, and it doesn't really matter um, how good you're going as a line coach or or whatever. If the senior coach doesn't uh, have any joy that normally uh, ripples down to all the, the line coaches so you could be doing a great job um, uh, but a new guy comes in he wants these people around him which is understandable and, and, and that's probably just how brutal um, the industry is and, and I, I just had enough of that I was in it for 25 years and I, I thought no it's time to it's time to reintroduce myself to my family yeah, that's fair enough it is. the time playing football uh, who did you enjoy Playing sort of with the most, and and who did who was your sort of toughest opponent that, that you saw? Um, yeah, so the I loved um, I, I loved every time there was like the full house. So with the pies, we had the full house. Um, loved uh, although I only played with him for a year because we lost him was uh, Darren Mullane, uh in ninety one. Loved playing with him. Loved playing with um, Dakes and Gavin Siska and Graham Wright and. And Tony Francis, Scotty Russell, Damian Monkers, all that sort of 1990 era. Really, really enjoyed playing with those boys. Um, but also when I went to Sydney, loved playing with, uh, always respected Paul Kelly and knew uh, Andrew Dunkley and um, Darren Creswell really well from Tassie. 
So that that was really nice to go up there and Wayne Swass as well. So there, there was a lot. I, play, I was lucky. I was very lucky to play with some really, really quality players. Uh, Junior, the hardest player. Geez, they're all, they're all pretty hard. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't so, be an easy one, would they? No, like, I really had good contests with uh, Tony Liberatore. Like, he was um, one tagger that was uh, pretty brutal at, he, at his role, but really good at it. Um, really respected him the way he did it, uh, went about it as well, and enjoyed, uh, enjoyed competing against him uh, probably the most out of everyone. And you, were you you were number ten at the Pies as well? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How are you seeing the uh, number ten at the moment? It goes all right. Yeah, oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? <laughs> he uh, just really, uh, he's. I mean, all of him really. Uh, he's still, he's still doing more than contributing, uh, and he's three fifty games deep. So, <laughs> I think um, Pendles is one of the, the the best players that the Pies have um, produced over a long period of time. Like. Even his record, um, top three in the BDF for, for nearly the whole time he's been there, yeah. uh, he's ridiculous. So, um, wonderful player, like really important uh, over the, these final period as well. And he's going to be really important on Saturday as well. They, they need his level head and, and mm. his decision making and all that because it's going to be on. Yes, <laughs> certainly is. Certainly is. He got named best captain by the. Uh, by the AFL this year, so he's uh, he's still getting all the gongs and top of his it's game. Not, it's not a spectacular sort of game. It's just a, a just a quality. Oh yeah, no, he doesn't yeah. waste a touch. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, now, Paul, we're talking to Paul Williams, uh, ex Magpie and Sydney Premiership player, uh, Tasmania. Um, they look like they're getting a team. That would be good for the uh, little Apple Isle, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be brilliant. Like I, long overdue. Um it's sad that it's taken this long to for, for it to happen, um, and like it's still it's not official yet. I don't think unless I've missed something. But yep. but I'm I'm I've got everything crossed that they, they get a chance, and I just hope that it's uh, their own side and it's not a side that's relocating because the Tassie people, uh, whilst they they get behind Hawthorne and North when they go down there, they, they'll embrace their own team much more than than a relocated team, so I'm just hoping that happens. Okay. Just as a bit of uh, information, is is there a rivalry between the north and the south of Tassie? Like, is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. It's it like is. Cascade and, Cascade and Boats. <laughs> right. So yeah, would it still be the same if there's a team there, though? I, I think it might actually um, level it up a little. They might actually start uh, uh, the, the <laughs> north part of the... Because it, it most likely, I would assume... I think they should have the, the the team based out of Hobart, but it could be in Launceston, who knows. Um, but it doesn't matter who it is. If it's got a big T on uh, their Guernsey, uh, they, they'll, they'll all get behind it. They'll get behind it. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, Paul, uh, who wins on Saturday afternoon, mate, at uh, the SCG? Oh, like I said, my... Um, my mind, uh, my brain says the Swans should win, um, but my heart's sort of leaning towards uh, the Pies. And if they can be manic and, and do everything they've done over the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, uh, they're going to be extremely hard to to um, beat. And having um, Degoe playing the way he is, he didn't play last time they played. Ginnivan was injured after the quarter time, uh, and a, a few of their key players in. 
Probably more, especially he he's in white hot form as well. Um, so it's going to be a cracking game. I, I just can't wait. I'm going. To, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be screaming loud, and I'm going to have probably a black and white Ooh. half staff and red. <laughs> we'll look for you on the telly, mate. Pretty, I'm going to be pretty weak, I think, and just support both. I reckon I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be going to the grand final uh, next, uh, the following week, supporting someone. Just, remem- just remember, the camera will find you. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, no, I won't. I'll hide. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, keep your phone on, Paul, because uh, uh, if either team wins, <laughs> I think we might give you a call next week. No worries, guys. You have a good one. <laughs> you too. Yeah, Thanks for to your chat, time. Mate. Oh, fantastic. Paul Williams, uh, the former Sydney and Collingwood champion.